0: Welcome to The Book Buzz Show with Cheryl, where we dive into the captivating world of books. Here at The Book
1: Buzz Show, we encourage you to make your pages turn with joy and immerse yourself in a magical literary experience. Enjoy the show! Welcome to The Book Buzz Show with Cheryl, where we dive into the captivating world of books. Here at The Book Buzz Show, we encourage you to
0: make your pages turn with joy and immerse yourself in a magical literary experience enjoy the show hello hello and welcome to the book buzz show i am your host cheryl brooks and if you're new here Welcome. If you are returning, welcome back. Um, If you enjoyed the show, please um, share it with others so they can um, also experience uh, the broadcast. Um, Also, please like, follow, and subscribe if you haven't already. And um, for those who are new here at the Book Buzz show, we do Talk about the book and the characters, but we don't give away any major spoilers. Um, There will be some minor, but nothing. uh, We don't give away the ending or tell you uh, the butler did it or anything like that. So, nothing to spoil it for you. Um, Also, in addition to the Book Buzz Show being a live stream, uh, we also are a podcast. So, you can follow us at the Book Buzz Show with Cheryl, um, wherever you get your podcasts. um, So, you can listen to us when you're on the go as well. Um, Also, I would like to give a shout out to the show's uh, new sponsor. And let me see. Bringing up uh, Black Odyssey Media. And you can check them out at blackodyssey.net. And um, At Black Odyssey Media, Media, they have some amazing um, must-read books for you to check out. Um, Let's see. Here are some on the screen. Um, Just a few that they have over at Black Odyssey. And uh, you can check those out at your leisure right and let's see look like we have i'm sorry i'm trying to do two things at once (laughs) all right i'm going to bring on tonight's guest tonight we have pamela samuels young on and um the book is the law of karma and that is the cover on the screen And also tonight we have Katina um, co-hosting, so I'm gonna bring them on and then we'll get into our show. Hello, hello, welcome ladies. Hello. All right, let's see, look like we have some people in the audience. Hi, JB, thank you for joining us. Hi, JB. Hi, Jennifer, thank you for joining. Erica, thank you for joining us. Karen, thank you for joining. Oh, she yes, said hello sir. from California. California. <laughs> yeah, all right. She looks familiar. Do I know her?
2: No. <laughs> all right.
0: I'm showing the name of the book on the screen, um, and we're just we're gonna get right into it. Okay, so. Uh, Pamela, for those that are new to you, if you could please let us know uh, something about your professional writing journey, how you got started.
1: Okay. I'm a a retired lawyer, um, avid reader, and I love legal thrillers. When I was in law school, um, reading John Grisham and other uh, legal thrillers was my stress reliever, particularly saw as a young attorney. Um, and I would always read the books and be, you know, satisfied with the story, but then I would close them and thinking, why weren't there anybody in the book that looked like me?
2: Uh, there weren't
1: mm-hmm. any even black male attorneys, certainly weren't any black female attorneys in any of the books I read. Mm-hmm. So I um, decided one day that I was going to try to write a little girl myself. Are you getting feedback on me? It seems
0: like
1: I am getting some feedback, yes. Um, any any suggestions on what I should check or do? I don't have any. Is there another on. um you have another device that's open? Nope. I don't have my phone on. Um and only StreamYard is
0: only showing up. No other windows or anything.
1: Uh, uh, let me close it. I have a me close the window here. I'm gonna close the wrong window. No, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't have that when we were, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, we were, um,
0: yeah.
1: But that's all right, we're gonna make the, the best thing of a, make, it, make it work. Um, so I decided I wanted to write a legal thriller, and I took a book that was um, a case that I'd been working on, and decided to craft a story around it. And uh, I was practicing law then, and, you know, I got up at like four o'clock in the morning to get started, and, without question from that first day, I discovered my passion.
2: I didn't really know what I was
1: doing. And, you know, I thought, you know, I'm a former journalist, I'm a lawyer, I can write a book, you know, I'm gonna write a book and Oprah's gonna call me and then i was <laughs> the beach, and that's how it's going to end. And we have something like that. But I learned a lot along the way. And there's something about learning Doing it the wrong way and having the strength and the confidence in yourself to keep trying until you get it right. And I'm proud to say I did that. I now have over a dozen books. I am writing full time. It okay. took a journey. I, you know, still don't have that beach house. Oh, she hasn't called me. <laughs> but but it's it's going well. And with each book that I write, I'm I'm just
0: excited it was the first one. And um can you uh, what do the, the books that you? What type of books do you actually write? Um,
1: legal thrillers, mystery. I did a, a couple of. Um, I'm trying to do a little romance,
0: and um, we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> okay. What would you? What would you? How would you categorize the um, this book? Would you consider this? Ooh, I didn't think you, it was very. I, don't, I didn't look at it as a romantic suspense. With this, right? now. Uh,
1: it's kind of a legal. It's because it, the law, it was kind of suspense, legal, mm-hmm. and a little relationship stuff mm-hmm. um, all, in the, all in there. And I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to hook up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook up my, this mic to see if, it, if that helps us in the sound, but I'm going to keep talking. Um, if people in the audience understand, stuff happens. Sometimes, it happens, oh,
0: when you, especially when you're camera. live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, do you have any headphones? That might help as well. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, but I'm trying to think where I would plug them into in my computer. I'm looking at I'm working on a desktop
0: Mac. Where would I plug them?
2: Not that.
0: Any idea? Any? I don't know
2: about a Mac.
0: I don't
1: have a Mac. Yeah, um, I'm not
0: sure about Mac either. Um, hold on. Anybody in the audience have uh, any suggestions as far as the echoing or feedback?
1: Okay. I don't know if this is picking it up or not. Let's see.
2: Can you... um, No, no, it's still doing it. Um, Erica says, check the back for the mic. The back.
1: Glad I have pants on because I didn't, you know, i <laughs> <see it. laughs> right. Hold on, one quick second. Yes,
2: <laughs> oh Lord.
0: <laughs> and I want to thank everybody in the audience for coming out and joining us tonight. Um, if you are not familiar with Pamela Samuel Young. Um, please uh, check out her books. Um, I first um, became aware of her through her Vernetta Henderson series which is a um, legal suspense and you will you will love it so mm-hmm. um, and then she also has um a dre Thomas series um also very very good um so if you haven't checked her out yet check out her uh, catalog you won't be disappointed.
1: Oh yeah, that's not gonna work. I forgot this is it's not my headphones aren't gonna work because this this won't go into the back of my computer
0: because it's for the phone. Now JBC and JB said I have feedback now too. Oh my goodness. Okay. Are
2: We're you just hearing
0: feedback to... um from me? Um either of you? Are I don't you that? Know
2: your... I don't hear it.
1: Yeah, oh I
0: don't hear it either.
1: Um, I think it's just me. Well, now, now I don't hear it anymore. Oh, now I do. OK, but let's just let's just make it happen.
0: And Midnight is letting everybody know that you're a part of the Red Herring Book Club, uh, Book of the Month Club. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And then the book that dropped is, um, is um, So you to
2: protect. And, um,
0: you, you to protect. Failure to protect. And that is a, a really good one as well. Um, that one had me all in my emotions. <laughs> it still, it still does whenever I think about it, but it was excellent, excellent read. Um so yeah, she's in the Red Herring Book of the Month Club with some other uh mystery suspense thriller authors. Am I correct on that?
1: Yes, there are 12 of us, and you join the book club, and every month you get a free book because uh, you didn't join before now. You just missed my book. It dropped in January. But you guys still have the opportunity to get 11 more books. A book will drop every month during the first week of the month. And i got mine. i got mine.
2: I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, and JB is saying thank you, Pamela. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Now, um are there any challenges when you're writing Legal Suspense? um the biggest challenge is
1: because it's the law and you want to make you want to make it correct and you also want things to happen very quickly i mean i watch law and order and you know in 30 minutes you know the half last half of the legal case is over it never happens quickly. so you have to shorten things but you also i want to i mean i know a lot of lawyers read me so i want to write it so it's just they're thinking oh this will never happen because when i when i watch legal thrillers on tv and they get the law wrong, I it just drives me crazy. So I try to make sure I get the law right. And I don't practice criminal law. I need, I've done discrimination law, sexual harassment, things of that. Oh, law. okay. So I always have to uh, talk to one of my criminal law friends, you know, to, um, to make sure what I'm communicating is correct. But that's, that's always a challenge.
0: Right, because that was one of my other questions was, uh, your legal background, if that helps when you're writing it, but uh, since so you don't, didn't do criminal law, um, you answered that. Did you check with your uh, criminal law colleagues on that? Yeah. Um, and uh, what do you like most writing in this genre? Um, That I always oh. have something to write. Lawyers have a bad rep
1: because a lot of them are, you know, dumb. <laughs> a lot <laughs> of them do cheat people. I say lawyers, lawyers, uh, Auto mechanics, cars. <laughs> They're in the same, you know. When you're a good lawyer, great, but you have a bad lawyer. I mean, I'm helping some a friend with the situation now where a lawyer is just really taking advantage of her. And um, so I always have something good to write. And when I when I first started writing, I would there's a, a legal magazine called the Daily Journal. And I would look in the back at the number, at the lawyers who have been disbarred uh-huh. and look for why. And sometimes that would be a source of story ideas for me. So I like, and I, people like lawyer stories. There's always, you know, me. they say conflict sells a book. There's always room for, for conflict uh, and when you're dealing with the law.
0: Right. And I love the stories um, just from reading some of your previous books. I love the scenarios that you come up with as far as um, the cases, like in the case of Vernetta Henderson. I love the cases that she um, dealt with, for instance. Um, Now, did you take those from actual real cases or headlines or did you just come up with them? Um,
1: A little bit of both, some real cases, some headlines. My second book, uh, In Pursuit, where a guy was accused of um, uh, sexual harassment, but he said the company set him up. I actually defended a case where a guy was accused of sexual harassment. Uh, But in the real story, the company did not set him up. He did exactly what the company said he did. But in my book, I made it as if maybe the company did set him up. So, you know, I try to, I never take anything exactly as it
0: happens. But just, it's always a nice starting point. Uh, We have uh, Midnight. Uh, Wait a minute, it moved when I was trying to. uh, Are you a full-time writer and how has your job helped you?
1: Um, I am a full-time writer. Um, I was so disappointed to learn that when I became a full-time writer, I wrote less. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that I had all this time um, and I was like, girl, girl from a go like, girl, go let's go walk. Let's go to a movie. Mm-hmm. But when I was working, if I knew I had to write after work or only had a weekend or only had early morning, I used that time. Right. So I wrote almost a book a year. For a long period of time, and then I retired in two sixteen. I didn't have a book out until two nineteen. Wow! Mm-hmm. Now I realized that that first year, and it was my minister who said, "You know, take a year to chill." Don't, because I was freaking out. Why can't I write? I lost my mojo. What's what's going on?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I really just, you know, I realized that I wrote what nine, ten books while practicing law full time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and. I didn't realize I needed to to take a break. You know, I was all boom, 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 boom. And um, then I wrote, um, I started working, work, working on Failure to Protect. Failure to Protect was the first book I wrote after retirement mm-hmm. and came out in late 2019. Then COVID hit. I did no promotion for the book in 2020 because um, I just was consumed with a lot of things and um but you know it's a lesson to learn and after it's only, like, only with law of karma that I kind of feel like I'm back on track um I also have a book coming out in July that I co-wrote with Dwayne Alexander Smith it sounds like a plan it's uh published by Simon Schuster at uh, Atria Books under Simon Schuster a detective mystery it's a really fun book Okay. Um, we're hoping we have a movie or TV deal uh, in the process. Okay. Fingers crossed on that. And, um, it's just, it's, I'm back.
0: I'm back. Good, I'm glad, because I knew I was missing you for a while. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know where you are. The
1: I want to yeah. do, I'm a member of Sisters in Crime, and I was thinking about suggesting to them that... Of, of doing something, uh, a presentation on a writer's block, or I have to call it writer's malaise, because if I sat down at the computer, I could write something. But it was something about getting from the couch to the to the computer <laughs> and all the things going on with me and also mm-hmm. it began to mess with my confidence. I would write something and then i go, this this sucks. You know, There, but there's a time as a writer, I'm an early morning writer, and when you write and it's just it's jamming and, and it feels good and I lost that kind of it wasn't happening. And I was like, oh my God, it's over. You know? And you know, I had a I have a very supportive support system. My boyfriend was always like, just sit in the desk for 30 minutes. And whenever he said that, I would sit for 30 minutes and then write for three, two or three hours. So you know, you need you need people supporting you and believing in you. And um, um, it worked out. Because I wrote Law of Karma. I started working on that probably three years ago. And it just didn't work, and then um, I had a I was all first person, and a friend of mine read an excerpt last year and was like, Why don't you try writing in third person?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and I didn't really want to because I and then I did that, and it just like it like cleared all the fog, okay? It cleared the fog, okay? So just and yeah, it something different. And yeah. It's not coming. it's not coming fast enough, just stay with it, and don't be too hard on yourself. I was really hard on myself.
2: Yeah, we all are We to be our
1: own.
0: Yeah, that's something we all deal with. So, uh, you
2: said um, also you said you were an early morning writer. Mm-hmm. Are there any other things that you need to have in place? We've talked to some authors and they've given us some kind of unique things they have to have. I think one of them even said they wrote in their underwear. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> is there anything unique that you, you know, it's weird. I like to have popcorn with me. Okay.
1: <laughs> I like uh, white cheddar cheese popcorn from my own system. I love that too. You know? so.
2: um,
1: but then I was overdoing it on that, so I got to be careful. Um, <laughs> I I like to lay things out the night before. I will lay out what I'm going to put on, something really loose fitting. I will, you know, I just, I like to be prepared. So the alarm goes off, get up, wash up, get to the desk. Because I can, because sometimes I can just, lay in bed, and talk myself out of not doing it. And um, so I like to have that process. Um, When I finish the day before, because when I'm writing, when I'm writing, I write from, that first draft, I write from beginning to end. Because I realized that first year, when I first started writing that first book, I would write, and then I would go back and make it all pretty. Then I would write another chapter and make both of those all pretty. Right into the book, neither of those chapters are in the book, and I spent three weeks on
0: them
2: oh my goodness
1: so i write from beginning to end i don't go back so when i stop writing today if i'm on page uh 50 i start at 51. i may read a few pages back just to get my rhythm mm-hmm. but i don't go back and try to make it pretty okay. writing is in the rewriting that's true and once as, as once i realize that i am not gonna write a perfect first draft so stop trying get your idea down mm-hmm. i take a few weeks to to, to plot out the idea and, I, and, my, and my outlines are just very simple. Str- uh, Miles is at the hospital. Uh, doctors say his sister's not going to make it. Nicole is at the reception. Blada, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then um, I just have a skeleton. And from there, I create the scenes. I do not do a book Bible and a sketch of all the characters. Or maybe I should, but I don't know. I've always resisted that. Just like some people don't outline their pantsers. I need some, some road map. Right. But I don't... Just sit down and figure out who my character's parents are, and who, where she went to school, and all that kind of stuff. Because I yes. just, I'm kind of anxious to get get to the creative part.
0: Yeah, and I, it's interesting to me because um, each author has their own. Like some mm-hmm. do outlines, some do, like you said, the, the character bible and all of that, and then some just just go with it. So it just, I guess, it just depends on your style and how it flows for you. Yeah. Um, But I was going to ask, um, like, uh, with Failure to Protect, it was a difficult um, subject matter. What do you do um, when you're writing difficult subject matters, and how do you process it? How do you...
1: Um, I try to, um, and for people who don't know, Failure to Protect is about uh, a bully side case where a mother sues the school district after her daughter is bullied, and... um, there was a, there's a particular chapter which I won't give away, which very, which was very difficult to write. And I went back and forth about whether I was going to include it. And I finally decided that because of the nature of what's going on with our children, mm-hmm. African American kids have a, a under twelve, the suicide rate for African American kids under twelve is twice that of white kids. I had a message to write, and I, I feel like um, by not writing the full story, the way it's happening, uh, wouldn't have wouldn't have done justice
2: mm. when I
1: wrote anybody's daughter which is about child sex trafficking right I um um when these girls are trafficked and snatched off the street you know they're taken to a place and they're raped right and I sat down and I was going to write that scene and I could not write a scene where Brianna was raped I just I could not do it and and it turned out to be a good thing because it helped me Uh, with the book structure-wise, because I said, how in the world am I going to write a book about trafficking where the child doesn't, where this girl doesn't get raped, where I'm going to, where people are going to buy it, where people are going to buy the story, I think the story is realistic. So that came up with the idea to make it happen over a a week's period. And so that, and so I did signposting, day one, 10 o'clock, day one, 1255, day two. So you're at. That's helping it was helping the movement of the story go faster. And it helped me because you can believe that if she's pulled in by traffickers, that maybe she wouldn't be raped that first week. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't have believed it if it's a three-month period and that hasn't been happening. So I put her in a scenario where God comes at her and she fights back, but I did not put her in that situation. That was a situation that was too much for me to write.
0: Okay.
1: Except. So that's one situation where i i could not do it and i think i worked out a solution
0: okay um erica is saying thank you for uh your authentication um in your research and story thank you erica and we have um, a facebook user to say they love your books um if you want to show your name you can go to the description and click on the link to get StreamYard your permission um and readers make this all worthwhile
1: Cause um uh, oh no, no she told me I'm for your man oh that's cool that was a um I was like kind of a analyst about a you know those murder mystery shows where they yeah, okay yeah happen and they have they interview a real attorney so I um did that one oh. uh, about a woman who was a drug dealer and uh, a real life woman who's a drug dealer and I want to do more of that I just there's so much to do yeah but um just I forgot where I was but. Thank you for, oh, readers, love readers. And I look, and people, a lot of, a lot of authors don't read reviews. I read reviews. And I'm, a, and, and and yeah, that somebody's like, oh, this is the worst book I ever read. Mm-hmm. I I'm not going to go shoot myself because I'm looking at the fours and fives. As long as those fours and fives are 70, 80% or above, I'm cool with the ones and twos.
0: All
2: right.
1: I'll take it. Particularly because somebody wrote uh, for every reasonable doubt that there was just too much cussing in the book and mm-hmm. it's just foul. Oh, what book did <laughs> you So, know, you know, some people are going to be an author left And I tell right. authors oh, that. Okay. I tell, but yeah, if, but, if I, but I but also too, I do test reading before I had a book club read Failure to Protect. I had, I mean, and Law, law of Karma. I had other friends read it. And mm-hmm. I'm knowing, I, 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 I'm able to fix the problems that I think most people would have picked up. Because in the first version of the book, people did not like Nicole. There were some things I have to, um, I had to change about her uh, to make her more likable. And so I, I, I love I love reader feedback.
0: Yeah, and you have to um, balance it because everything is not going to be for everybody. So you can't take it. Right, to- right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, she's saying it's Shavana. Hi Shavana. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you are. <laughs> she gave you our profession. Okay. And um Ashereelle, thank you for joining us. Well, what was she drinking? We need some, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Shibana said uh her book club did fail to protect. Yeah. Okay,
1: I hope she um, called yeah. me. I do book clubs. Call me. We can zoom if you're in LA. I'll be there. So uh I, I love, I mean, I've already Book probably six or seven book clubs so far this year. So I need more. I need more. A right. Old book or a new
0: book. I'm with you. I love okay. Zoom. Okay. And um, what keeps you motivated in life and in writing? Um,
1: I have an amazing group of sister friends. Black women. You know what they are. We are amazing. And it's nice to have a network of people who support you. There is no drama in our group. With, among my friends, I learned a long time ago to ex people out who are drama. Right. I have a support system. I have a place where I can go when things are bad. My faith sustains me. There are books that sustain me. I was, you know, this is. I was just looking. This is this book called Journey to the Heart, uh, Daily Meditations on the Path to Freeing Your Soul. You look, it's all it's I, I, it's a devotional. Each every day has a passage, and I it's it's all torn up. I'm so mad it didn't come in hardcover. I just bought a new one. But I don't want to use the new one because this got all my underlining and then my highlights. Oh, yeah. And it just feels like special and sacred. So I think I'm just going to tape it up because it just has that feeling to me. I'm also reading uh, Live Like You're Blessed by uh, Dr. Suzanne Johnson-Cook, which is um, my second time reading it. Her other book, uh, Too, B- Too Blessed to Be Stressed. Love so, <laughs> I, you know, I'm a journaler. I get up every morning and say my prayers and say my Thanksgiving and write Thanksgiving and write something. Um, I usually write something down uh, motivational, read a quote from one of those books for my daily word or just just something positive to start today because it's so hard. I, I, you know, my boyfriend is, is not is ill right now. He's in the hospital and it's been a rough month, but he's coming along strong and my faith. My faith has has carried me through, and uh, my for my faith and my friends.
0: So that's important that you have. It's good when you have good friends.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: they're not easy to come by. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Shavana is saying VLR. She said you had a discussion with them, um, and you said Oh, okay. Yeah, she said you sent them uh, Miss Obama purses. Thank you.
1: Oh, that was the book club that. Oh, true. That's it's the only time that happened. That was the book club. I forgot that I was, I was uh, meeting with them, and I was somewhere I don't know. And then they called, and I wasn't ready. I felt so guilty. So yes, I sent them. Oh, yes, I felt guilty. I've never done that before, and I've never done it since. I check my calendar every morning now.
0: <laughs> it happens, it happens. About to say it yes and, <laughs> and JB saying that the background noise is gone.
1: All right. <laughs> what, I, what I did for the record, what I did was I turned down the volume on my computer.
2: Okay. So maybe okay. next
0: time maybe that was part
1: of it.
2: Maybe.
0: And uh let's see. Um well, it's a good time to get into the excerpt. Um, ready to read oh, this today? is
1: my first reading of The Law of Karma. Uh-huh. Never, yeah, so this is special. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read one of my favorite chapters. It's my first chapter on Nicole. Chapter okay, two. I'm going to bring
0: you forward while you're reading, so you're going to be okay. the only one on the screen.
1: Okay. Ready?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. From her elevated perch on the dais, Nicole's gaze methodically crisscrossed the opulent ballroom examining the sea of guests. Though she hadn't spotted the woman yet, she was positive her husband was sleeping with somebody in this room. Her eyes honed in on a woman standing near the door. Her tight-fitting dress with its brazen display of cleavage was completely inappropriate for a professional setting. But no, it wasn't her. Too tall, too thin, and not quite young enough. Nicole knew Ike Paxton's desires as well as she knew her own. Loud applause interrupted Nicole's personal reconnaissance. Seconds ago, Ike had been sitting next to her. Now the handsome attorney was stalking toward the podium, grinning and waving like a winning politician on election night. As he basked in the applause, Nicole longed for some applause too. She had hosted his fabulous dinner parties. She had shopped for his tailored suits. She had put her career on the back burner so he could excel at his. I graciously thanked the National Bar Association for naming him Attorney of the Year, then launched into a speech Nicole had listened to the night before. I was almost finished when he threw in a line she hadn't heard during his rehearsal. I couldn't have accomplished any of this without the love and support of my lovely wife, Nicole. Sweetie, could you stand? Nicole stood and smiled demurely. More than a few women in the audience probably envied her life the life they thought she lived. A good-looking, wealthy husband, a multi-million dollar home, extravagant vacations, a country club membership, plus more leisure time than she needed or even wanted. But her picture-perfect existence was a total sham, and Nicole was just as guilty of perpetrating the fraud as Ike. She couldn't help wondering how different her life would have been had she married a man who valued the sanctity of his wedding vows more than money. She might not wield, wield a Black American Express card, but she possessed something a lot more valuable, happiness. Too bad she hadn't listened to her own mother, who disliked her future son-in-law from the instant they'd met. Man, that arrogant and self-centered could never love a woman as much as he loved himself, she warned. What her mother viewed as arrogance, Nicole saw as confidence. She brushed aside her mother's concerns, certain that she would have a long, happy marriage with Ike. Nicole never told her mother about Ike's first affair, which surfaced only eighteen months into their marriage. Nor did she divulge the ones that followed. While Ike, which one, which Ike strongly denied, despite her husband's repeated infidelities, Nicole still clung to the hope that one day she would have that fairy tale marriage she'd always dreamed of, a life framed behind a white picket fence with two brilliant, adorable children. But like the elusive, perfect marriage, the children never materialized either. Even after three miscarriages, Nicole refused to give up hope. But a fourth pregnancy never happened. Her body, it seemed, had betrayed her as much as the man she loved. Now at 43, with 15 years of marriage under her belt, Nicole was fed up with her husband's cycles of betrayal. Ike would never change. Nicole had made up her mind. It was time to end this charade. She was going to file for a divorce. The only decision to make was when to pull the trigger. And that was from the law of karma.
0: Love it, love it, love it. Mm. Um, And I felt for Nicole, too. Um, For those who haven't read the book yet, can you give us a little background on who the main characters are in the story?
1: The main characters are Miles, um, who was an attorney with a failing law practice who has a, a very sick sister, a sister he loves who's dying. And he needs to raise money quickly, to make sure her last days are um, spent as as pleasantly as they can be and he decides he makes a choice to do something that's illegal probably immoral many people would say mm-hmm. and um, um in the process he meets nicole who is as you've heard dealing with her own you know failed marriage and a man who's cheated on her numerous times that she can't seem to leave. And they they connect. And in the midst of that, there is a murder. And at some point, um, both of them are in the bullseye.
0: Um, And Erica is saying that uh, she needs to get that book. Yes, you do, Erica. Check out that book. If you haven't read the rest of her catalog, check that out as well. Um, Shavana is saying that she loved it. Uh, Jennifer, thank you, Shibana. Jennifer says she'll have to check it out as well. Yes, Jennifer, make sure to check it out. You'll love it um, as well as the rest of her. Book. And
1: please and please review it on Amazon. Reviews really do help authors. If you, you know, but if you didn't like it, y'all don't have to review it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, and. Um, now, when you do the care, when you come up with the characters, do you have any like celebrity inspirations or any kind of like inspirations as far as the look of the character?
1: You know, I don't. When I start, when I start writing, uh, when I, I mean, when I'm thinking of the story, I don't have anybody in mind. But as I'm writing, I people come to mind because I always think of Miles as being very um, kind of clean cut, um, okay. um, kind of a Kind of a young Denzel, um, um uh, Michael B. Moore, Michael B. Um, Michael B. That's Michael B.
2: Michael B. Jordan, is it? Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm.
1: kind, of a, kind of a just a, a, a kind of a clean cut, um, square looking kind of guy. Um, um, I didn't, I didn't have anybody in mind for um, Nicole. I mean, I think she's I describe her as beautiful and. And I know a lot of writers have favorite things they like to do in a book. Describing a character is the worst thing for me because I, because I, I always feel like I'm struggling to be unique. Mm, mm, right. I love writing dialogue. I can. I just love. I. I can be in a room and make up stuff to say. Um. So dialogue is my thing. Okay. Descriptions. As a matter of fact, I often will begin writing and don't even describe anybody. And then save that for the end because that's the hard part. I go back and then add a description after I've
0: written 350 pages. Yeah, because I even realized it in um, the law of karma that it was um, that you didn't really, it, it, you didn't devote a lot of attention to the description. of right. characters. Yeah, I was-
1: don't, because also too, I want you to have, have it in your head, you know? So I don't I don't, and also that's just my cop out because I <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, Shibana is saying, uh, she can't review on Amazon, but she got you on the other everywhere else. All right, she must be in uh, some sometime Amazon and sometimes Amazonic tripping with uh, the mm-hmm. review. Uh, really? And then, uh, Erica is saying, uh, I have many books in Pamela's catalog, but I'm missing this one. Okay, come on down, Erica, come on down. Yep and uh jennifer is saying um i can't review on amazon but we'll do goodreads thank you i need
1: to have more of of a presence on goodreads and i'm this is uh this month one of my new year's resolutions is to to really you know um clamp down and 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 get make myself more visible on social media Mm because it's like i hated doing it but i didn't want to hire anybody to do it for me i think it should be me Mm so um Give me, give me 30 days, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be, my presence is gonna be all
0: All everywhere. <laughs> well, I know I loved it when you did the takeover in my group, and everybody uh was very engaging, so uh they loved it too. So maybe you can do some more of those. Um, call me there.
1: i am be I'm ready. Let me go, let me know. I'll be back.
0: I got a book coming two, in July
1: too, so you know. Okay, me, do do me and Dwayne together.
2: Okay, okay. So right. wrote the book, so. Sounds good. So okay. I do have a question. Oh, go ahead. So, what's your question? Um, we always talk about uh, one of our big likes or our big our big things that we like to discuss is friendship, and mm-hmm. one of the things that was a real strong presence was the relationship between Lena and Nicole. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to that relationship a little bit? Um,
1: I always. It's, it's funny because I always have. Because in the Vernetta series, it's, it's, it's special yes. who is the sidekick for Vernetta. And I just think because of my whole, my friendships, I have friends that always have my back. And High Char, if she's listening, she she's supposed to be listening. But I didn't see her <laughs> name so I'm talk about her. But um, I just think that's that's important because you need that voice to say, Cause when you're when you're doing the wrong thing, or you're going down the wrong way, or you're in love with a guy that he does not deserve you. Sometimes it's your girlfriend needs to say, "Back up, back up," because you can't see it, you know. And um, um, so I'm always I I typically like to have a strong um, female friendship. I try to have them in most of my books. I don't think I have that. Well, I did have it in the in the Dre series because Angela. Her sister kind of served that point. Oh, that's right, yeah. But not yeah. not in a way, in the strong way that Lena does in *A Law of Karma*, or yeah. that uh, Special does in
0: um, *The*. Renetta I loved and the her in uh, in Vernetta's theory. She was I'm like her friend was was ride or die for real, and so was Lena in this book. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Very yeah, very much so. Um, yeah. Um, and that's one of my favorite things. If anybody who knows me or follows me, they know that that's one of the things I love to read about is sisterhoods and brotherhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was right there for it in both books. Um, now, uh, what was one of your favorite scenes, Katina, in the, um, in the book? Um, the scene
1: where Ike, who is Nicole's husband, confronts her and
2: mm-hmm. they argue.
1: Um I like writing that scene. One, I love writing male characters and male dialogue. I love getting into the male psyche. And Ike, who is Nicole's husband, is the epitome of sexist, chauvinistic, macho. (laughs) All of it. And he's out out cheating and doing God knows what. Mm -hmm. But he has the right to have an attitude when he thinks that she is and i loved writing that scene it came so easy for me i could just see him sitting back in that chair with his drink saying wow. you know where you been you know and I, that was that was one of that was one of my that was one of the chapters i enjoyed writing the most
2: you know what's funny and and you said that while i was reading it in the back of my mind i was thinking she going to get caught. <laughs> and I, kept saying, <laughs> I kept saying it and thinking, it. And I was like, I wanted to read ahead so I could get to it because I felt like. No, you that, can't read ahead. I hate readers who read know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I didn't do it. But it was so, it was, I was so tempted because I felt like the bad decisions that were being made are oh, she's just, just stop. And I felt like, where's right. Lena? Every time I, something happened, I was like, where is Lena? But um, but that was, I definitely, that was a good one too. One of my favorites was um, when Lena and Nicole went to confront Miles.
0: <laughs> mm, I, I had that down too.
2: <laughs> and then yeah, to see good. what happened at the end. Because of it, it was like, like, (laughs) mind-blowing. I didn't see it coming at all. So that was a good little, like, that was a big surprise. Because I had no, I didn't even see it coming at all. So that was- I I know, you know,
1: I have a a couple of readers that I like to send the book (laughs) to, because they can always figure it out ahead of time. And one of them is uh, Alicia Evans of um, Sugar and Spice Book Club in New York. I can get past her, I can get past most people. And okay. She didn't see it coming, so I'm like, "Cool," but they have other books where she said, "You know, I have her test read, and if she saw it coming. I'm rewriting. Oh. So, we do that ahead of time."
0: Wait a minute, Shavanna uh, is saying she read from back to front.
1: Oh, don't <laughs> let me catch you on the street. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I don't
0: like yeah. that. Um, that was one of my favorite scenes too. Uh, when, uh, but my favorite actually was the one with Lena and Nicole when Nicole was going through so much and um, couldn't get out of bed, and she mm. was there and she was she was she was strong for her because she needed her to be strong yeah, and sure. she helped her uh, get out of bed and get booming. That was one of my favorite scenes. And that's um, what we
1: do for us. What women do for each other.
0: Yes, yes, and. Um, what was a heartfelt moment for either of you? That doesn't give away too much.
1: <laughs> you know that 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 first date that Miles and Nicole had where they were together oh, at the hotel.
2: Yeah. And
1: it was just kind of um they didn't go, they didn't do what you thought they might have done. Wow. And um and and because a friend of mine, a guy friend who read it, just like, Ah, uh, you think it's real, they don't have sex. Everybody don't have sex, dude. There have been <laughs> situations where you spend the night with a guy and you don't have sex. I'm not like, right. the
0: woman you deal with. So
1: and I wanted because she was on such a high when she left, mm-hmm. and then boom, as soon as she got home.
0: Right. right. And I, that's why I think I sympathize with Nicole um throughout the book. Um just from uh when she put up with where, you know, was going through in her marriage. Miles was challenging for me because I thought that, I thought that he could have been more successful if he had put in more effort in his law practice. And then also some of the, some of the decisions that he was making, like with one of the clients, I didn't understand that and I didn't (laughs) like that. So I was like, okay, what's going on with him? But- In uh, another
2: moment when he, he put on the robe, oh you know i'm
0: like why would you do that his decisions were like what is going on with you man
2: oh my gosh (laughs) i i wanted to just choke him like what is wrong with you yes (laughs) oh my gosh was
0: that was that intentional pamela to make him Ah. because um uh like he definitely was not like Dre
1: Thomas for one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, cause I knew I just put him to do a dumb guy thing. Oh, let me just put this robe on without thinking about it. Cause sometimes men just don't think. True. You know, and, you know, to see her reaction, you know, and then to see, you know, it's just like, what are you doing?
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right here. <laughs> like, oh my
0: goodness. And then, um, Jennifer is saying she read the last few pages of a book too. Not me. I usually don't. But okay, um, Jennifer,
1: we need to talk, girl.
0: Uh <laughs> uh-uh. uh-uh. Shabana says she can't help it. Her nerves can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> but but Shabana, Jennifer, before you read the book to calm your nerves down, then you're right. Okay. I can see what, like, just a straight romance, but with suspense and mystery, if you read ahead, you you, you mess it up. Yeah, yeah you, you learn too fast. Yeah. But, you know, you want, and in romance, you know,
1: in a romance book, the girl and the guy are going to get together, so you don't need to read ahead. <laughs> right. You know the answer. <laughs>
2: right.
1: i want to write romance at some point. I mean, straight romance, but I'm I don't know, I have a hard time writing a book when nobody dies, you know? I'm used, used to killing people.
2: <laughs> yeah, your
0: books, some of your books can be very... Oh uh, <laughs> my goodness, but yeah.
2: You've um, oh, got something to <laughs> say. Yeah,
0: but I love, those are some of my favorites, though: mystery, suspense, thrillers, so... Yes, um, yes. Now, there was a comic relief for me in this book, and mm-hmm. that was when Linda was interrogating Miles. <laughs> and just the, the comical... Uh, reaction his reaction to <laughs> what he was asking. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I that said she awesome. is truly, truly a good friend because she was, <laughs> she was, she was doing this so Nicole didn't have to, right?
1: Yeah, that that was a, that was again, another fun chapter to write. Just like, so tell me, what right? What can you
2: do to to <laughs> make all that? It's like, explain it to me.
1: <laughs> Why are you
2: asking me this? Why are you asking me this? He was so but, confused, like, wait, what? <laughs> what are <you> about? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, goodness. It but yeah, a, that was that was all that of was the stuff different. that was going on with him. You know, that was the last thing he needed. <laughs> you know, he had so much going on. And um, now, a
0: heartfelt moment for me was the situation with his sister. And mm-hmm. uh, especially the first time that. Um, they
2: spoke on the phone yeah yeah
1: and i have to tell a story about that a friend of mine that i hadn't seen in a while time we were at a party and she was telling me about what had happened to her husband How he had come through that they had misdiagnosed him and they were telling him to prepare for hospice and he had the same condition oh my god she was walking through how um the doctors didn't recognize the fact that he grew up really poor in chicago housing project all he ate was fatty foods, et cetera, et cetera. And his liver was damaged, and that damage mimicked the um, cirrhosis of the liver. And the doctors didn't have the cultural context to recognize that. Oh and in God. her case, it was her sister who asked to see, let me see his medical records, and figured it out. And basically said, do this, and in 24, 48 hours, he'll be back to normal. So he is up alive today and walking around when doctors told her to prepare for hospice. Wow. That is you know, incredible. Uh, oh my God. And I, you know, and I was like, oh my God, I'm putting this in a book. I don't know where or how, I'm putting it in a book. And I found a way to work it into the law of karma. I like to have my main story and then maybe a B or a C story just to keep things moving.
0: Yeah. And um, and I love, I love the dynamics between, because he started out I I started out feeling really um bad for him and I understood him wanted to do this the side hustle because mm-hmm. he had to, you know mm-hmm. um but then from there it just seemed like <laughs> he enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, but everything everything that he did from there just like it was a spiral like Right, right. He was making let something. me
1: ask you let me ask you something that that I haven't heard from many people mentioning. What did you think of the women who used miles
0: and services
2: um
0: actually i didn't have a problem with it the way that um the way that the, the uh the lawyer uh the female um nicole's lawyer reacted i was actually surprised um mm-hmm. And it might be a double standard because he's a guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I don't matter. And, and, and the women uh, getting what they want, you know, is usually the other way around, where they're, you know, they're not the ones in control. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really have that big of issue with it. Because mm-hmm. um, They not. because yeah. yeah,
1: I was, I was really worried about that. Um, how people would, but also in my mind, I saw these women as empowered. Look, like nice. what I need.
2: Hook up. Going back to business, and that was a, that was everybody seemed to be dealing with that that infidelity. That was mm-hmm. a, everybody. It was interesting, even Lena, you know, and that, you know, and her mindset or how mm-hmm. she dealt, and you know how she dealt with it, and how Nicole dealt with it, and how Miles dealt with how whatever he was, you know whatever he was doing and made it okay in his head, you know, that it was, mm-hmm. you know, he settled it in his head that it was I'm just doing what I have to do type of thing. So if everybody on a level, certain level, was dealing with it for me. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't think it was a um
0: I didn't have an issue with it at all. And only yeah. thing I had a, actually a bigger issue with with them not being honest um, with his uh his uh childhood friend, his ex, his ex, whatever she was though because if you expect her to be able to help you right then you don't tell her you know the truth and then on his end um they're both attorneys Mm
2: -hmm. and they
0: have also have this history and then she's point blank asking him, right and then he you know he's not being forthright so it's just a lot of um things that he did to have me side eye him a little bit (laughs) um and her too in some instances but I think I had more compassion for her for some reason okay. um, than I did for him.
2: I did have compassion for her. Well, Nicole, you're talking about for Nicole, right? Nicole. Uh-huh. Um, I had compassion for her, and it, it kind of changed. It, it just it shifted like during the book. It just it was compassion. Then it was like, "What are you doing?" And then it, it kept moving back and forth <laughs> with everything that happened. It was like no, that's not and then the reveal and I was sitting there like really <laughs> just like and the calmness in which it was told it just kind of I, I didn't know how to take her at that point I felt like i who is she is she like really dangerous or is she just damaged or like who well, is yeah she? Don't, give, don't give it away
1: <laughs>
0: right yeah, but um. It was back and forth with both characters. And I think you did a good, that's why I think you did a good job with that. Yeah,
2: yes. <laughs> um,
0: my, I was like, my my opinion of them changed um, throughout the book. Mm-hmm. Um, with both of them, I went back and forth. Um, just because of some of the things that they, <laughs> that they did or withheld or whatever. Um, yeah. The relationship I actually thought was a good one in the beginning I because I, because she was having such a terrible Time where, um, in our marriage, and he was he was there to give her, um, what she wasn't getting at home, but it wasn't physical. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love that in the beginning how they came together and what what he was giving what they gave each other basically because he was dealing with a lot too with his sister,
2: yeah, yeah. So, but I-,
1: I also want to tell people please go to my website, com and join my mailing list. Um, I, um
2: and then put
0: in the chat. And put in the chat when you're done, please um, just say done. Once you're going, you um, we're, we're gonna up. make them
1: do it. Put it in the chat.
0: We okay, like <laughs> have something fun, some, something fun for you when you get back. Say <laughs> but yeah, um, very good read. I enjoyed it, and um, as I do all of your your books.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support and for inviting me back and all that and. I think I got a few more books in front of me, you know, I'm, you know, I'm getting up there in age now. It's like, you know, the eyesight, the aches and stuff, you know.
0: (laughs) How do you, um, I ask this of authors too, how do you balance, like, um, because writing can be so isolating, Mm -hmm. how do you make sure that you balance that along with, I know you said you have good friends. How do you make time for friends and family and not, you know, isolate yourself so much?
1: I I I may, it's easier to make time now that I'm writing full time. Um, but like I said, my mornings is my most productive time, unless I'm on deadline and I have to write at night. But um, I you know I take time to play. As a matter of fact, after <laughs> I retired to write full time, I took too much time to play. Right. So um, I'm now hopefully at the beginning of 2024, trying to focus on my career and not just the writing side, but the business side too. Um, Signed up for a couple of courses and just really trying to get a system where, you know, I check my sales numbers, schedule promotions, do all the things on the back end that will make you get more notice. Because, you know, it's just not trying to write a book you think people enjoy. There's a, there's a million books out there. you mm-hmm. got to figure out a way to get them before people. Right. And uh, so and on that note, reviews help. So if you read the book, review and share. I thank you for your review on Amazon. That was you, right?
0: Yeah, uh, see, I think I'm under C, C Brooks. Brooks. Yep, mm-hmm. yes.
1: that was my very first written review. Thank you. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> that was my first, you know, and I always, I was like want the first review to be a good review because you know, when 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 a when the first review is a bad review, the first thing you open the book and go, Oh, this book sucks, you know, <laughs> I don't want to go beyond that. So. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, uh, but I really enjoyed it and. Um, for those in the audience, um, we have a surprise. We're going to do a giveaway tonight. Uh, Pamela has been gracious enough to um, offer ebooks to everyone. Uh, the first 10 people, you see, I see some people put done in here for Yay. Yep, for the newsletter. The newsletter yeah. And um, let's see, uh, um, somebody also said they're already on the list. Uh, all right, Ken. Um, you all put the first, the first few that puts hashtag the law of karma, the name of the book in the comments will win a prize. JB says she's already on the list as well.
2: Thank you. <laughs>
0: just hashtag the law of karma and thank you facebook user who are uh if you could put the, uh
1: you. who
2: you are all right
0: yeah one two. Uh, all right so we have shavana uh erica uh, oh, Sharon, she says she has the book. JB. JB. You make a note for me, Katina. Yep. Um, who is the Facebook user? If you could tell us who you are so we have your name. Uh. Jennifer is one. Okay, Island. How many is that now, Tina?
2: That's five. One, two, three, four. That's five. One, two, three, four. Is that right? Uh, Aislinn, Jennifer. It seems like we're missing somebody. JB, Erica,
0: and Shyvana.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, yeah, I guess that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh Island, do you have her down? Yep. Jennifer JB. Uh-huh. Erica. Yep. Giovanna. Uh-huh. All right. That's it. You all are getting uh the ebook of of this book, um, Pamela? The Law of Karma, yes the law of karma congratulations um, so dm me your email address and i'll get it over to pamela and thank you so much pamela again for coming on tonight do you have anything else i know you told us about the book that's coming up that you co-authored do you have any events coming up that you're going to be uh, doing
1: um i have some local stuff i'm doing on the uh, Twentieth, I'm doing. Oh Lord, where's my phone? Oh, I, I'm going to Jackson, Mississippi. If anybody's out there, on uh, April, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a featured speaker at the uh, Mary Church Terrell um, Literary Society's event on Saturday, April thirteenth, in Jackson, Mississippi. And here in the LA area, I'm doing the event with the, uh, the Orange County Links. Um. Um, it'll follow on my website. Um, so okay. and I'm, I'm always looking to do book club meetings. I love connecting with readers because it just gives me some insight into things they like and don't like in a book. So um, if you are in a book club or you know somebody in a book club, please, um, please tell them, spread the word.
2: All right, and review. I
1: love a review. And if you don't want to write a review, just rate the book. But, like I said, if you didn't like it,
0: <laughs> I can't even imagine anybody now. Like <laughs> I love it.
2: I love it.
0: Um, and then we're um, also going to give um, a few people in the replay as well a chance to win. And I'll put the information there um, when we're done. Um, and then I'll let Pamela know. Uh, and i see people are already starting to dm me their information so i'll get that over to you oh, when nice. i have that can i just mm-hmm. can i
1: send you the link to send to them yeah that's fine okay i'm gonna send you the link
0: okay and then
1: i'll 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 uh add 20 downloads so people just make sure they only download it once yeah you okay. have an issue, call me back
0: call okay me back yeah and shabanna is saying she love she loved your hair but what hair but
1: Wait a minute. Yeah, I did a, uh, um, I did a book on natural hair. Um, but you know what my I've loved so much since then. Kinky Coily. Oh, my I back in 2011. What? Now see, it's a lot longer now. <laughs> but um, and girl, I had some hair drama, honey. Oh my goodness. Oh, hair drama in before I went natural. Going natural um, saved me. Okay. Wow. So, uh, I, you know, I love my I love my nappy hair. I love I didn't know hair.
0: about that book and I thought I knew all your books. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Shabana, thank you for letting me know about that book. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, and, and thank you for uh, being so engaging. I appreciate it. Yes, I'm yes. sure Pamela appreciates it, oh. and uh, make sure to tune in next Monday. Um, I'll be on with Cheryl Lister for her new book, No Reservations. Okay. Make sure to join us on Wednesday for the new podcast, um, Speak Easy with Cheryl and Katina Wednesday at 7. Me. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. Have a good
0: evening thank you guys bye. bye everybody be safe also before we go i forgot uh, let me just do another shout out to our sponsor yes. Uh, yes. black odyssey who made this episode possible so thank you and please go and check them out night. at blackodyssey.net i will good night thank you